0: Hello and welcome to our next instalment of Tea Time! Tea Time! Tea time. Yeah. yeah! I'm Hannah, I'm here with Jared, say hi Jared!
1: Hello everybody!
0: And uh, yeah, we have a guest of us today, but we'll bring her in in a bit. Um, so, so the point of this podcast is to stay connected, be relevant and bring truth. Uh, truth is real, truth makes sense and it can be used in your everyday life and that's what we hope to bring to you today.
1: Amazing! superb and yeah and so the name tea time uh it's it's kind of it brings in a couple of things really so obviously at tea time you like a bit of tea and cake don't you so we're going to bring a little bit of tea and cake to you later uh we've got a fabulous uh cake to uh to chow down on this week um but also tea time is all about truth time so it's kind of bringing the two things together in a wonderful blend so it's gonna be good Mm. A wonderful blend. A wonderful blend, <laughs> just like my tea. Yeah.
0: So we <laughs> we have <laughs> we have uh, our dear friend Emily Atkins with us today.
1: Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello Emily. How are you doing?
0: Hiya. How are you doing, Emily? Good. Thanks. Nice to be on here.
1: Excellent. Woo.
2: Yeah,
0: it's cool. So uh yeah, how how's your day going, Em, so far? It's
2: great. I'm loving the sun. I think that's the best part of today, oh, that I yeah. can see the sun through the window.
1: There's not a cloud in the sky. Bit, bit of time in, funny, in the garden it. later. Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: Bit sunbathing. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I had to wear Factor 50 the other day when me and Dad went on a cycle run. Oh, And I grief. thought, wow, this is my pale skin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. You'd wear those little hats with like an umbrella on the top.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, mean. yeah. That would, that, would, that would sort you out
0: yeah
1: good. <laughs> superb well anyway emily um i think we're gonna because people some of these people listening probably aren't going to know you very well um no. so we thought it'd be good to uh to kind of get to know you a bit um first of all tell us a little bit about what you actually do just for those that don't know um <laughs> like what, what are you involved with at the minute
2: okay so at the moment i'm just doing do you mean in general life
1: uh, yeah, yeah, all of it. Like, what do what yeah. you do for work and kind of what do you do in terms of hobbies and stuff? Give us a little bit of okay. download.
2: Um, so, at the moment, I'm doing my teach training. So, um, <clears throat> I've been doing a bit of work at Queen Elizabeth School and at Litch at Minster. Um, cool. I teach psychology, sociology and maths. Um, maths? Yeah, the maths. I did not know that. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's coming in the last few months and seems to have ended up a permanent part of my, oh, right. got my choice. Then
1: you got <laughs> like, you got love you know, to
2: that, it kind of snuck its way in. Um, exactly. Yeah, so uh, I teach secondary school and I mostly teach sixth form, but the math is definitely not sixth form because I'm not? not that advanced. <laughs> oh,
1: <great.
0: laughs> Good hunting
1: yet then. Yeah, yeah. On on the way, I'm sure. Amazing. (laughs) So yeah, so um some of you may have been taught by Emily or might be taught by Emily in the future. You never Mm. know. That could be quite fun. Um, Unlucky guys. No, no, to be fair, all the students all the students that I've come into contact with at QE that you've been taught that have been taught by you have been very complimentary. So you're probably doing something right. You're doing all right. Um okay, so just to kind of give them a bit of a more personal gist. Of what you like i've got some questions for you okay uh, yeah. so i'm going to throw them at you and it's quick fire so you've just got to say the first thing that comes into your head <laughs> okay. these are these are going to be uh do you know would you rather questions
2: oh right, right. Okay.
1: okay right i'm going to just go for it ready would you rather be able to talk to land animals that fly or animals that live underwater
2: i reckon land animals because imagine animals. talking to your pets that'd be great oh,
1: okay. mm. what have you got fish
2: <laughs> oh that's it. I did have a fish called yeah. Mr. Fish once.
1: So. Mr. Fish? How old yeah. were you when you created that name? Oh young. Thinking. Oh yeah, okay, good. good. Uh yeah, 22 Uh what would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? Never
2: have oh. to stand in line
1: again. Is that just because of now where you have to queue for like twenty minutes to get into the <laughs> test? Absolutely. Testo? I thought so, yeah. Uh would would you rather spend the rest of your life? with a sailboat as your home or an RV camper van as your home?
2: If anyone, oh. anyone that knows me knows that I would choose RV camper van, that's like really my dream. Yeah, oh. definitely.
1: I'd like to be on, on the boat because underwater when you're in the cabin, it's just lulling. It's just, yeah. oh, RV it's like all the a, a nice little rocker it Really? Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, right, okay. Would you rather give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven? <gasps>
2: Oh my goodness! This one's a hard I
1: one.
2: I think it would have to be. I think it would have to be the give up drinks.
1: Would Really? You imagine,
2: imagine never having a Sunday roast again.
1: Oh my days!
0: You could do That'd it in horrendous. a. Does a pressure oven count?
1: I, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> for the purposes. Does of a it.
0: microwave oven count?
1: Um. Oh, yes, I don't really know. You're talking to somebody who's not the most professional of chefs in the world. (laughs) Probably the wrong question to ask. Okay, I'd also probably go water, but the issue is I would miss a cup of tea. That'd be Mm. uh, I love food too much, unfortunately. Right, Uh, we've got one more. Would you rather? This is a tough one. Would you rather be able to see ten minutes into your own future, or ten minutes into the future of anyone but yourself?
0: Oh. Oh, that's a
2: good one. I think probably everyone else's future, because oh. I think I think you'd spend your whole life looking ten minutes ahead, and then you wouldn't live in the moment. Ooh, that's that's, oh, that
1: great! <laughs> just, just away. Oh my god! Right, stop the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've arrived, people. Oh my Oh like, Agree. I feel like I'm in a conversation okay. with the Dalai Lama or something. Yeah, I'm
0: going to have to go sit down after that. Well, oh, I am sat
1: down. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I guess so, am <laughs> I? Christ, <crying laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have hit the deck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Okay, amazing cool. Amazing
2: words of wisdom.
1: I know, <laughs> so, this is it. We'll bring them in that's every week it. for some of that. It's
0: not words, it's a pearl of wisdom. Pearl <laughs> of wisdom. Pearl yeah, of wisdom. That, was that was.
1: Glorious, cool. cultivated. Amazing. Oh, so, Right, so Hannah, what cake have we got this week? Tell us a little bit so, about that, what we the got. the cake
0: we've got this week um, is from Tesco's. It's a oh. uh, gluten-free, wheat-free, milk-free lemon loaf cake.
1: Lemon loaf cake. Yeah, Ooh. so
0: um, mm. Emily, as you know, we like to do ratings of the cakes that we eat on this show. So, yeah. Yeah. Can you give us your rating out of 10, <coughs> and
1: what do you
2: think
0: Excellent.
1: of it?
2: Okay. Do you know what? I've never had gluten-free cake before. Have
1: you not? No.
2: So this is a first for me.
1: I was pleasantly surprised, actually.
2: Mm. Mmm. Ooh. What would you give it? I think I'd probably... Do you know what? That's really light and the edge bits are really sweet. I'd probably give that an eight.
0: Ooh. I like that.
1: Yeah.
0: I think I might like that more than normal. Really? Yeah. You heard
1: it here first, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was, I was, I'm actually quite impressed with this one. So, so because, I mean, you weren't around the last couple of weeks. There's we a cherry bakewell mm. and a blueberry muffin, which I was sort of half disappointed with. This, I mean, it's a sizable portion. Yeah, It is um, light and fluffy. As um, <laughs> uh, I can't remember how I described it last week, Lump. but it was plump. That was <laughs> plump. Yeah, this is, this is much better than plump. It's light and fluffy, very lemony. Which I was. Mm. I feel like a, I feel like it's not just a token gesture. I'm getting one of my five a day in this. This is fantastic.
2: Yeah. Sometimes so, you get cakes where it looks like it's just looked at a lemon.
1: This one. <laughs> yeah. This one oh, has been rolled. Yes. in. Drenched one. in it.
0: See, <laughs> see, I think I disagree with both of you. I I'm not. What? I'm enjoying it, but it's yeah. not lemony enough for me, and I don't think it's yeah. wet enough.
2: Oh, I think I think it's enough. nice,
0: yeah. moist. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I mean, I have eaten half of it. Don't get me wrong. So I am enjoying oh, it. There I, we go. I I still don't. I think it could be more lemony. Mm. So Tesco's, if you're listening, look at yeah. it, make sure <laughs> it's looked like it's looked at a lemon. <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll send it on.
0: <laughs> well,
1: I, I think I'd begin go with you, Emily. I'm going with an eight. It's mm. my highest rating yet. Solid eight.
0: Bruh. See. I think I even preferred the the bake well to this.
1: Really? So,
0: yeah. So I, I'm going to give it a six.
1: Oh, my days. Oh, I'm still going to eat the whole
0: thing. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But,
1: uh... I'm sure you will. But yeah. amazing. And for next week, because we actually, last week, we forgot to tell you what next week's cake was as well. Mm. It's a bit of a nightmare. So, 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 what, so, so doing, we a t- what
0: we have, what we got next week, because Jared um, is the cake collector. I am.
1: I am the cake collector, because I can get out and about um, doing shop when I'm doing shopping for other people. Um, Cake. Uh, for next week is a Victoria sponge. Oh, classic! Ooh. I know. So, British. next, if you can, get a Victoria sponge ready for next Tuesday, uh, and then you can join us and rate your Victoria sponge along with us as mm-hmm. we, uh, yeah, we have some reasonably priced cake. Excellent. Yeah, this is my favourite one. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get a little chart, put a ratings thing together. That'd be good. Yeah, absolutely.
2: My dog is sat watching, and I don't know if you've got if anyone's got dogs, but they look at you in horror whilst you
0: eat as if you should be joking. <laughs>
1: you, How selfish of you. Yeah. <laughs> how
0: could you do this to me? Oh, That's my God. I love
1: that. This week's topic is teenagers are from Mercury and parents are from Pluto. So if you know anything about science, if you've done a little bit of science, they are even further away from each other than Venus and Mars. I know, hard to believe. Um, and basically... We, we kind of recognise you're spending a lot of time with parents um, at the minute probably, whether you're being kind of homeschooled or um, whether your parents are having to work from home and stuff. Um, and actually sometimes when you hit those kind of teenagers, um, kind of trying to communicate with parents and live alongside parents um, and parents living alongside you guys can actually sometimes be quite hard. Sometimes um, you, you can end up in lots of arguments or miscommunications and things like that. And I guess what we kind of want to do is, A, address that and say, look, it is going to be hard. There are going to be some really good times coming out of this period of, uh, you know, um, spending lots of time with each other. But there are going to be points. Where there's more tension. Um, and we just want to kind of address that and say, right, what are the things to look out for? What are the things um, that we might not know about ourselves that might help? And what can we do to kind of improve communication and improve our relationships with each other and uh, and just make the best of the time you got, I guess. Is that fair enough to say?
0: Yeah, I think so. That, yeah?
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: Emily, as you're our guest, obviously we get to ask Hello. questions. After,
1: oh, yeah. So we don't
0: get to answer them. <laughs> 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 so um, what <laughs> is one of the biggest telling-offs you got from your parents?
1: Oh, tough question.
0: Um, Probably the thing
2: I can think of is... When I was in school, I remember having a parents' evening and I used to get on really well with my teachers. And uh, so I went to this parents' evening thinking, yeah, everything is going to be fine. And um, I went in with my parents and basically my teacher betrayed me and told told my parents that I hadn't done oh. any of the homeworks that she had set. <laughs> And, uh, no. and, and honestly, it's the biggest oh, betrayal God. I've felt <laughs> <laughs> so, so to date. So basically, my parents got a real idea of how I was doing at school. And <laughs>
1: that was
2: brilliant.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, nightmare. Uh, out of interest, <laughs> now that you're a teacher, if you're in the reverse situation, and you, that you had that opportunity would you follow oh, through with it absolutely. or would you cover yeah, the student with it. <laughs> <laughs> revenge yeah, yeah. is sweet
2: kicks, kicks that's for sure when your parents find that out
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah
1: i could imagine I, I, you oh, know, I had man. a similar thing i went to parents evening and they had this thing in um my history classes where if you did, didn't do the homework three times You'd end up with a detention, and so I was thinking. Well, it'd take me longer to do those three homeworks than it would to do the detention. So I was like, well, obviously I'm not going to do the homework, and I just take the detention. But I had a homework diary, and they were. Um, I was expected to fill out all these, you know, the homeworks that I was going to do, and so I just kind of worked it that I just, um, I, I wouldn't hand the homework diary in at set times, and I sort of got away with a lot of these homeworks anyway. So I get in from one day, and my mom was like, "Oh, we're going out the parents' even I was like, "What?" I didn't even realise that parents even was coming up, right? So we get down to the school. I'm sat down in front of my my history teacher, Mrs Huxley, and uh, and my mum pulls out my homework diary from her handbag. And I was like, what? What are you doing with that? It says, oh, hang on, I've just got something to ask Mrs Huxley. And she she goes, and goes I'm a little bit concerned because, Jared, I haven't seen him do any homework whatsoever. And he hasn't written it <laughs> down in his diary. So oh, I was wondering if you no. could help me explain this. And I was there like, oh, just like stinking into the seat. And so Mrs. Huxley then goes through and goes, oh, one, two, three. Oh, that's a detention. One, two, three. Oh, that's another detention. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh
0: horrendous, snowed.
1: mortifying. So I feel you.
0: I managed to oh. get away with it. I, I was so awful. I didn't do like any homework. And um, It's because we had, we had planners at your school, right? And I was that kid that never had a pen. So I was always borrowing a pen off their oh, friends. I never had so anything. Annoyed. Yeah, I was that person. And we had these planners, but I knew that I would lose it. So if you didn't bring your planner with you, you could get what was called a temporary planner for the day. So I just used to get those every day. At the end of the day, I'd just throw them in the bin. And so I technically would forget that I even ever had homework because I just never had anything forget. to do. <laughs> <laughs> me. It's such a different system oh, yeah. now, so you can't do that now. They put it on I'm the website now, you.
2: don't they? To send home to parents.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They're really hot on it. Isn't. So not, not it? Rude. <laughs> oh, grief. Okay, uh, Em, what's the biggest fib you've ever told your parents? Is uh, the next question. If you can <laughs> think of one. Maybe you're really honest. Maybe that uh, might
2: be I think. <laughs> I feel like there's been. Little fibs. I think one of the big ones was I once painted my gerbils' toenails <laughs> and, and then I said, I blame it on my friend. <laughs> yeah, oh my days. And I remember my That's mum, cool. I specifically remember my mum sat on the edge of the bath with nail varnish remover, wiping this gerbil, looking at me and just being like, I'm so disappointed in <laughs> you, right? <laughs>
0: Did you do it like a rainbow, or did you do it one colour? It,
2: it was a bright pink.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my days. Yeah. That poor gerbil. But what was the gerbil's name?
2: I th- I can't even remember. I think it's... I had two lots of gerbils, so it was either Caesar and Augustus
0: or <laughs> Jeremy and George. I love that. That's so good.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> Dearly me. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. Great, friend. great okay so um communicating with parents uh where can it all go wrong so guys why do teenagers feel victimized at times
1: well i, th- I think there's a kind of a couple of things to kind of take into account isn't it i mean um when it, i remember when i was a teenager and i'd be having discussions and i'd be thinking um I'd be uh, I'd be sat there trying to discuss something with my mum, and and obviously as a teenager I'm obviously in the right because yeah that's how these things work, and uh, and so I'd be sat there putting my point across, and yet I feel like that that my mum wasn't actually listening to what I was saying. I was like, ah, oh. or I feel like that she's given her point of view and she just thinks she's right and there's no room for leeway. And it was so infuriating. Like if anything, it just made me angry, it made me indignant. Or like um, just stubborn that I wasn't going to give in. Actually, it just probably caused more more arguments. I guess I don't know. It was uh, yeah. yeah, Wasn't wasn't great really.
0: Not being heard, feeling like you're not being heard is like
1: yeah,
0: such a huge thing, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, it's massive. Um, Even as an adult, I think that
0: yeah, yeah Yeah. doesn't ever. You just kind of learn how to communicate, though, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. How about you, Em?
0: Um, I think
2: probably um, being an only child, I think sometimes it can feel like that situation where you're the outnumbered one. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think there's times where you feel like you're a bit ganged up on um, yeah, yeah. because you've got two ba- two adults and one teenager. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, I mean, going a bit into like the whole sociology thing um, I obviously like my sociology. Um, oh,
1: yeah.
2: I think at the moment it's difficult for teenagers, especially with social media, um, because there's I think there's a lot on social media which is talking about sort of generation divides. Um, mm. I know there's stuff at the moment about um, sort of um, boomers and millennials and gen, yeah. generation, is it generation X or Z? Yeah. Gen Z. Gen Z. Um yeah, yeah. And I think as well that can sort of instil this idea in you that there should be a divide um, Mm. and then it makes it feel like you're more separate to your parents, which can make you feel more victimised, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that's really helpful. I think Um, so too. um, It's interesting you said about um, feeling like you're being ganged up on at times, like as an only child, Mm. because your mum and your dad... um, Andrew and Steve, big shout out. Um, <laughs> so that they would all, I imagine, like the feeling from what you're describing, they were they were generally on the same page, generally yeah. on the same side as each other. Yeah. So uh, looking back, even though at the time maybe there's kind of a sense of like frustration about, oh, I'm just outnumbered, I can't, remember, whatever. Like, um, looking back on it, how do you think that impacted you? That they were always on the same page, that they were always kind of united in that. Was that a good thing, bad thing? You know how, how has that impacted you now as an adult? If you look back, it?
2: Um, I think definitely looking back on it, you get a completely different point of view. At the mm. time, it was it was like this whole, yeah, you're you're ruining my life. Like I want to do these things, and you're both agreeing because you're just because you're on the same side and stuff. Um, mm. I think looking back now, actually, quite a lot of the stuff that I prioritized. Um, probably wasn't um, as important as I saw it at the time. Um, um, but I think that's part of being a teenager. and I think the things that are important to you at the time are important to you because um, they're such they are things that you, how do I how am I wording it? They're, like. <laughs> <laughs> they're sort of things that they're important to you because at the time they are important. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think it's difficult when you're an adult to see why they were important, but they mm. just are. Um, yeah. And so I think I've completely lost my train of thought now.
1: Uh, have you got an example of that from when you were a kid? So something that at the time when you were kind of in that tension with your parents, something that was real, um, really important to you, but your parents just thought, oh, it's not a big deal. I have think got an example I
2: think definitely social life. When yeah. You're- back at it your social life when you're younger seems so small but to you at the time that is your life because you don't have to think about work you don't have to think about bills you don't have to think about things like that so at the time your social life is everything to you and I think things like going uh out and uh, meeting up with friends is a big thing and I think parents sometimes don't seem to realize the importance of it I guess
1: yeah, 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 for sure. Um, that's really, really helpful. Um, Hannah, you were, because you had something about parents' perspective as well. Like, uh, yeah. Even, yeah.
0: yeah, I was saying that, I was going to say that, like, from a parent's perspective, like, when a parent has a kid, you know, they have a vision for how they imagine their life to go and how they want it to mm. be. And, you know, they imagine the whole thing. And most of the time, obviously, the their child doesn't follow that. Path that they want them to follow, you know. They make their own way, which which mm. is great, and um, that can be really difficult for a parent to accept. You know, to to let go of that dream that they had. I guess.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm. And so, so I guess it's kind of a balancing act, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Um, um. And and so yeah, I guess that's where the tension comes when they miscommunicate and. Um. Yeah, and yeah, like you say, the priorities. Actually, yeah, Hannah, you were saying about priorities as well before we started. You were, oh, it's um,
0: what, what people, what, like, a teenager values is completely different to what a parent values because yeah, yeah. they're, the, they're at a different time in their life. So, like Emily was saying, mm. you know, a teenager's social life, that's their whole world and that's their biggest priority and that's what they're valuing most is their is their time with their friends and, or it might be something else, but most of the time, it's, you know, wanting to go out and stuff. And that's completely different to what their parents are valuing. They're valuing time as a family and time being together. And that's not what's different, you know, crossing. Mm.
2: Mm. And I think education is quite a big thing as well. I think at that age when you're sort of, your parents are so focused on you getting that education I think that me, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I found that was quite a big place where there was um disagreements, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Mm. Um Yeah.
0: But uh, no, that's really helpful
1: actually. Yeah. Sorry, Hannah.
0: No, I, I was just gonna say, like, we're gonna go on to it in a minute. Um, it's time for that part of the
1: Oh part of that the part. Podcast. Are we ready? I'll agree. Okay, Emily, you've been prepped for this. <coughs> okay, are you ready? Okay. Three, two, two, one.
0: Tip of
1: tip the, of the
0: week. week. I completely missed
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll just, we'll dub you in. Don't panic. No, yeah. do, do you want to do it on your own and then we'll just dub you in? Is that, is that, are you ready? Three, two, one.
2: Tip of the <laughs> week.
1: Glorious. I'll be honest, we're probably not gonna dub you in. I made that up. We're just gonna play that as it was because oh, it's an
2: <laughs>
0: So, so bad.
1: Thanks, thanks for buying in. That's really helpful.
0: Um,
1: sorry, I had a crack right,
0: off. So my tip of the week is uh if you expect your parents to listen to you, then you need mm. to listen to them.
1: Yeah. If you're having an should. argument or
0: a conversation. You can't just it's a two-way thing. It's not one way.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's really true I uh, and week. and and as well, it's like like really important when you said about um if it's an argument or a discussion or whatever, well actually there's there's a big difference isn't there and And when you want to say something, actually giving space for your parents to to just get their point across and hearing them creates a discussion rather than an argument, and that can be half the battle, can't it? and yeah. also it's two way because the parents have to do the same for you
0: um it's respect um, not it
1: totally it's got to be mutual um but yeah no i think that's i think that's really really helpful um
2: i think going in with an open mind as well with, instead of going in looking to win the argument i think actually
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: an open mind to having your opinion um mm. changed by what that what's being said
1: yeah, i th- yeah i think that's very true as well like not going in with well i already know what i'm going to say in response to this yeah because you might not You just hear what they say and then come up with your response based on what you've heard and, and properly listened to, isn't it? Mm. Um, but cool. Um, really helpful. Okay. Um, also as well, we, uh, we do like a little Jesus perspective thing each week, um, just to basically take something out of the Bible and, and, and see if, if it's, if it's helpful or not to, to kind of what we're looking at. And there was, um, one particular verse, that um really sprung to mind for me this week, um in relation to, to kind of parenting because parenting is quite a quite a tough one to kind of approach really, um uh, main, mainly because we've all been children on this podcast at one point or another, but yes. none of us are currently parents so <laughs> it's got it's got <laughs> interesting isn't it really? Maybe, so maybe we're slightly biased. Not, mm. not, not really worth that. Um, but this is um this is from um the gospel of luke chapter 2 verse 41 to uh 50 um and i chose this verse um or I kind of felt prompted to read this one because this is where um jesus is still a kid like even though we recognize him as son of god and all that he he was a baby at one point he did grow up and have a childhood um and he was looked after by adults at some point you know um so and this is all about a 12 year old jesus right? 12 years of age. So probably maybe the age of some of you guys, maybe a bit younger than some of you listening. And it says this, every year, his parents went to Jerusalem for the feast of Passover. Really important festival for him. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the feast according to the custom. After the feast was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began looking for him, among their relatives and friends. Like, they, they basically don't even know he's not with them. Like, no. if, that, if that's not bad parenting, I don't know what he's. <laughs>
0: um, um, like, home alone, leaving. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, days, Kevin! <laughs> Jesus! Um,
1: when they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers listening to them, asked them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. Like, he must be a teacher's worst nightmare. Yeah, just like the, the kid that knows it all. <laughs> um, when, his, when his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. And Jesus responds like this. Why were you searching for me, he asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? but they did not understand what he was saying to them. And uh, there's loads of stuff you could take out that little passage. But I think one thing, just in relation to what we're talking about, which really struck me, was um, his parents, they are um, they are trying to basically be parents in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, imagine, imagine they lose their kid. He's like, you know, when because oh, I remember when I was a kid, I got lost in a shopping centre once in Boscombe, right? And a security guard picked me up. And was, I was sat in the security guard bits, and they, they were scanning all the um the, the security cameras, and I was sat there trying to pick out my mum, so they could oh go and God. grab her and be like, "Yeah, we found your son." Yeah, so um and boy did I get a ten off for earning off grief. <laughs> but um but it's a bit like that. They, the parents have found him, and they're um they're basically trying to be parents. You know, oh, why have you treated us like this? You know, how yeah, could you yeah. do this to your parents? Yeah. You know, where almost where's the respect almost? Um, you know, we've been anxiously searching for you. You know, typical parent response. And He's just shrugged off. Yeah, he'd just be like, "What? Well, <laughs> what did you expect? You know, he's yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, what? And, and it Plastic even says, he so,
0: it.
1: <laughs> oh, totally. And he says, oh, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. Like, now just picture this, this guy, Jesus, like, as Christians, we believe he lived a perfect life, that he was the son of God, that he was God in the flesh. Like, if you think, if you're going to imagine one kid who's going to be the perfect child to raise, it's probably him. And yet these parents have come along and they really, the parents are struggling. They don't <laughs> yeah. have a clue. Yeah, they're
0: just just—they're like, just trying to show authority, aren't they?
1: I Totally, just yeah. be parents. I mean, yeah. they, they've probably seen all the other parents like around how they're dealing with their kids thinking, oh, maybe that'll work. <laughs> so they've tried something <laughs> Right, well, that showed me. Yeah, so about it. So it, it's like, if you can imagine... These parents who are trying to raise God, like the easiest child on the planet, are finding some difficulties around it. Mm. Imagine your parents with you. That's not to, like, put you guys down, whoever's (laughs) listening. You guys are amazing in so many ways. But at some points, and I can say from evidence because I was not the perfect child. (laughs) Um, I don't think um, Hannah and Emily were either. Um, But we've probably made life at times difficult for our parents and So actually parenting becomes quite quite difficult you're trying to raise another human being um so yeah so i i guess we can learn from that that parents find it tough sometimes they haven't got everything sorted and it, it can be a struggle um so sometimes just give them some slack i guess It'll be <laughs> but um, i don't know how, how do you guys feel about that what are your thoughts with
0: that i think it's again with, with the two-way thing like mm. obviously you know, you need to find ways in, to, to respect each other as you're living together and work out what works and what doesn't work. But it's a two-way thing. Like, your yeah. parents have to respect you just as much as you respect them. They yeah, can't yeah. expect you to respect them if they're not respecting you. <laughs> I've
1: just yeah, yeah.
0: got to... You understand what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Mm. Um,
2: yeah. yeah, I think even, like, just small things, like, Helping them out can change your, um, can change the dynamic of the relationship even just for that day. Just yeah. like doing little things to make it easier for them can actually make your life a little bit easier. I think.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that.
1: You got any examples of what that might look like? Or? Uh,
2: well, all the boring tasks like the dishwasher and the. Laundry. Yeah, yeah. I think even stuff like that can. I don't think you. I don't think we realize how much difference it makes. I can say that now oh. as a boomerang child, <laughs> oh, <laughs> living at home again. Yeah,
1: Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> me. Yeah, I have, to, I have to hand wash everything, so I've, yeah, not not got that luxury be- of loading be it. Those,
0: <laughs> those dry dishes yeah. on the side.
1: Oh yeah, that's not. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, but yeah, I think I think that's really um, I think that's really uh really a good point there because actually it's like going back to the priorities thing that you spoke about hannah mm. actually for for them that loading that dishwasher in that they moment value, if, that's, if that's the thing actually mm. that has some value because it's, it's something that's got to get done they don't really want to get it done but it's important it's not going to do it itself is it mm. so when, when you give them some respect and the stuff they value actually it probably helps in some way for them to give you respect in what you value doesn't it um, yeah but yeah mm. um Hannah, what else have we got for this for for this podcast today?
0: Um, well, uh, we we've, we've had a and A open for two weeks. Oh
1: yeah,
0: we haven't had yeah. any questions <laughs> yet.
1: Yeah, we will get one. I'm I'm holding that hope, and it's anonymous.
0: It's all anonymous. Uh, send in anything, even if it's just like something funny that you want us to, I don't know, have a. Little discussion about a- anything. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, we'll 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 read them out. Uh, but yeah, it's on the Slido with the code hashtag podcast in a capital P. Woo. Superb. Wow. Well, I think we're done, guys. My teas Superb. run out.
1: Oh yeah, I'm halfway through mine. <laughs> I'm it's actually, not actually a on Horlicks. You <laughs> are
0: Horlicks.
1: Horlicks.
0: Yeah, I'm not a big tea drinker. So I'm
2: on the Horlicks. People oh, say right, it's a yeah. nighttime drink. It's not. <laughs>
1: unless unless you're <laughs> unless yeah. you're literally about to go to bed uh, yeah. at like right. I've been doing that. Yeah. yeah, tell me that. Oh amazing. All
0: right. Well, well thanks guys. Amazing. Thank you very much. Thanks for having yep. me on.
1: Thank you, Emily. It's been a real pleasure to have you uh, come and join us and give up your time as well. Um so yeah, bless you, mate. Uh, and um hopefully your students won't um pull up some of your homework habits <laughs> when you're back in school. Yeah, That might be a bit of a, a nightmare. Um, yeah. Well, so, um, yeah, bless you guys. Next week, uh, remember your Victoria Sponge. Uh, bring that along so to, to have with us um, and a nice brew, a nice cup of tea. Um, and, yeah, we'll be uh, tackling another um, interesting theme for the week. Um, so it's goodbye from Emily. Bye. So, so see you later, Emily. Bye. Goodbye from Hannah and goodbye from me bless you over and out have a great week